This is Wake the F Up Podcast. F is for fabulous. I'm Andy Dooley. And I'm Kat Tours. Wake the F Up is all about celebrating the great drama of life, the beauty and the brutality. and Tapping into your true divinity, your creativity, because you are the universe pretending to be human. It's fabulous. The whole idea is to get free, right? This is where we're starting. All right, we are here. We're live. <laughs> it's the day of love. Can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys in Australia, it is Valentine's Day. Today is the day before. Kat's got a beautiful flower. How's it smell? It smells like the now. <laughs> no, it's, it is. I was very graced by my lovely husband this morning who bought me tulips. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. I'm very grateful for the love piece. Good to be here, everybody. Yeah, thank you guys for joining in. Um, we are going to have a beautiful in-depth call, fun, uh, insightful, clarity, tools, techniques for helping you wake the F up. Fabulous. And learning how to really love yourself, even if you're your own worst enemy, how to love the journey, how to navigate those you know, negative thinking thoughts and, and stop seeking that love outside of you and learn how to activate it within you. Just stop the ache. Stop <laughs> the ache, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a really great um, session today. I feel like it's like our self-love special because even though it's Valentine's Day, you know, at the end of the day, you don't get what you want. You get what you're being. So you better be the love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and believing in the love. Believing, because I think it's hard for a lot of people, you know, you're into the spiritual woo-woo stuff, the metaphysics. You've heard all the different teachings and philosophies. And it can be really hard to, to really understand that you are love. And then you're so human with your flaws and aches and pains that you're like, I can't be love. Love is not who I am. But it, we're here to tell you it is. <laughs> it is. All right. Sit down. Listen up. It is. Yeah, I love uh, the different teachings from all the speakers and teachers out there and how, you know, they point to, you know, you are source energy, you're a manifestation of the divine, and you're here in time, space, reality, and, and what we really are is love, but on planet Earth, you've got to experience the darkness, the fear to work your way back to the love, and that's what we all signed up for, to really um, give ourselves amnesia, Get lost in the illusion. Seek everything. We're, you know, we're taught brainwashed. It's all outside of you. Go get it. Go get it. And we're like, wait a minute. Right. It was all inside of me the whole time. <laughs> it's so Dorothy. Damn. <laughs> That's a Wizard of Oz quote. Um, you know, there's this, I feel like one of the great risks in love is that like, and this is this is one of the little sneaky pieces of resistance that we have. It's like, if you are to rendezvous in the human experience of great love, that it actually automatically has a great risk of loss. You know, and I think that underneath the hood here, there is a, there is a really like, um, there is a hesitation to have the great joys because having the great joys also means the contrast of having the great depths of loss and lack and all the things. And so, but as Andy was saying here, you really signed up for the time and space adventure. Like you really did sign up to eat from the entire buffet. And the truth is, is that 
the, the meal is only really delicious if you allow yourself to have a little bit of hunger, you know, to be a little bit hungry. And so I think that love is one of the, one of the more challenging pieces. Like everybody here in this room, in this moment, in this now wants to be seen, heard, loved, validated. You want to be celebrated. You want to be loved for exactly who you are. And, and this is like, one of I think that one of the great masteries of this experience in time and space is really the activation of love in the self, but then also the mastery of being the lover. You know, we have this idea that love's a trade. You know, you know, I'll love you as long as you do this and this and this and this. And it's like this, there is this sort of like, you know, it's like love's suddenly become a trade. You know, and we learn it as we're kids. Like, you know, I I will love you or you can have this lolly, Andy, if you're a good boy. And if you go and clean up your room, then we'll give you the lolly. And so now like it becomes like that we learn the trade of love. And I think that this is one of the muddy pieces in the conversation of love. It is muddy and we got to clean it up now. <laughs> when? Right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, earlier today I posted in on Facebook uh what is the most profound lesson you've learned from love and like all of a sudden you know there's 50 people answering this question I just put it in the chat box if you're there. Uh let me make sure um uh, if anybody's yeah, answered that. Um Yeah, one of the most profound things I've learned about love is yeah, that it's not a trade. Because we do grow up believing it's a trade, and it's not. That's not true love. Uh, and the most profound thing I learned is that uh, the love I've been seeking my life, you know, I thought it was, you know, in a relationship, in a romance, in uh, a career or something. But the love I'm really seeking, and I believe we're all seeking, is our own love, our own validation. And you've probably heard that before. But then it's like, okay, let's start doing that. That's the question people say, okay. I know the love I'm seeking is not out there. It's in here. How do I love myself when I've made all these mistakes and failures and I criticize myself on my own worst enemy? Cat, how do I learn to love myself, Cat? <laughs> I know, right? And this is like, this is one of the, the profound pieces. And it, honestly, it's not easy. And, you know, just to share with you a little story about, about me, I, I remember actually when I was really pitching my worthiness in relationship, like really like I'm like crawling, trying to pitch my worthiness and to be like, and I was just, I had so much ache around being loved, like really being loved and being lovable. Like, am I lovable? You know, and, and what do I have to do? How many hoops do I need to jump through in order to like catch your bloody attention? You know? And so what I remember one day I really realized like, the ache was real and I, I was doing all the things that I, you know, you and I, Andy, we spent a lot of time call, like in coaching calls with people, assisting people to become the love. And I, it was a really sobering moment when I realized, holy shit balls, Batman, I'm actually in this ache of love and it's hideous. Like I, I was really looking at, I'm trying to pitch my worthiness. And so this was the moment, Andy, where I actually – I stood in the garden of this most beautiful property and I was like, I am pulling 
back towards me, all the hemorrhaged parts of my energy that are begging and scraping and I'm like scrounging around trying to like, hey, look, I'm so lovable. Like, and I just, I pulled all my energy back to me and I announced to the universe that I release this relationship, this connection to its highest expression and that I deserve a hell yes, actually, and that my hell yes begins with me. And so I stood in the garden, actually hell yesing myself, just acknowledging and actually like proclaiming and declaring that I am actually love and that I am actually aligned and that I have a shine and that that when I am ready and if I am really supposed to rendezvous with love in this life, then it's going to happen under grace in perfect ways. There's not going to be a great pitching of my worthiness. Anyway, meanwhile, here's, here's the flip. This is the magical side of the story, right? While I was doing this huge ceremony in the backyard, like pulling all the parts of me back towards me, my lover at the time, who was on the other side of the planet, was in the house and felt my energy leaving the house. He had this huge, like, cry on the lounge room floor and then booked a flight the next day to come to Australia and then has this actually proposed to me. Wow. And so I've got to put it down to, right, okay, I've, you know me, Andy, I've got a lot of really cool stories like this, they're real dramatic, like, but I love drama. Right. I actually really love the drama of life. We do. But I've got to, yeah, like there is, I love the quantum leap and I, and I can tell you now that I, in a very sort of vulnerable moment where I realized that I was breaking all of the rules of, you know, the law, the law of metaphysics and law of attraction. Like if you don't get what you want and you get what you're being, I was being a beggar actually. Like I was literally being a beggar and, and here's the real key. I didn't blame him for that. There's a dynamic playing out. Right. But instead of blaming and just getting into the, how come you don't do this? Or why do you know, like all of that, which is so easy in relation ship yeah relationship yeah. <laughs> you know like i i really had to have a, a really vulnerable conversations with my myself and then from that space i just decided to fall in love right where i am and with the conviction and with a really good elevated emotion and very clear intention i got an instant manifestation and this is why i teach this this is because I have these stories where I've seen it. I've seen the plot twist happen and then suddenly like, you, like there's like this totally like a new chapter is just beginning all of a sudden. So make sure you're being the love people. And and I know that that sounds super cliche. It really does. You hear us it does. What is it? You know, it's like whatever. But if you are pitching your worthiness, mm, mm. stop it. Check it in. Check it in. And then actually be your own hell yes first and then watch what happens. Yeah, being the love. Uh, yeah, it's easier said than done. And I've got some tools right now if you're watching, listening. Here are some tools you can apply right now to start activating that self-love. And it starts in your head. It starts with your thoughts. And I love doing... Uh, the simple transition story, beginning, becoming, and allowing, those three words can bridge the gap because here's where you are, here's you want to be. And you want to be over here. You want to be in love, laughter, joy, but you're here. And so to bridge this gap, you start saying, I'm beginning to know there is love 
for me. I'm beginning to feel my own love. You can even repeat that thought in your head right now. I'm beginning to feel my own love. I'm beginning to know everything I want is inside of me. I am becoming the energy of the love I desire. I am becoming the energy of the love I desire. And when you think these thoughts, you got to really feel like they're general and simple, but like you can feel that I'm beginning or I'm becoming the energy of the love I desire. I'm beginning to see love that I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm becoming the energy of appreciation. Even the word love, right? It, it's it's a four-letter word and not a good word sometimes. Yeah, it gets loaded. Hey, It's so oh, loaded, that love word. We've all done stupid things in the name of love. Raise your hand if you're going to get a namaste. Namaste. <laughs> We've all done painful things in the name of love. We've sacrificed ourselves. We've betrayed ourselves in the name of love. And so yes. I like the word appreciation because mm. it's so much easier to say I'm appreciating this journey. I'm appreciating myself. Oh, I can I can feel that. I can appreciate myself. I can appreciate my struggles and learnings. I'm beginning to appreciate myself, appreciate what I have to offer Oh, now I'm feeling that energy. Mm. We're getting momentum. Leave the leave the the L word out <laughs> right now yeah, sure. and go Loser. with right. <laughs> <laughs> and go with yeah. appreciation. Go with um, a complimenting and appreciating other things because you really want to tune yourself to the magic that's around you. And that will get you, that will raise your vibration so you're more being the energy of what you're wanting to create. Right. And, you know, in the game of nowism, we have a little, um, we have a little game that we play when it comes to love. And, and this is about like really being in a romance with the rest of your life. You know, like, so, like when we think about love and you think about all of the things you want to really, um, you, you automatically put it towards a person. Like there's another person that I want to like love, but if you really want to connect with the energetics of love, which is so important because this is what this practice is all about. It's about connecting to the energies of the answers is that as you are having your morning coffee, may you drop into the moment and actually have a romance with your coffee you know, as you're doing the dishes in the morning and you feel the warm water coming out of the taps, like like be in the in the beautiful romance of having warm water. Like actually activate the energy of romance, of love, of connection in other parts of your life that are really easy, like your dog or your cat or the mango that you're eating. Like activate a sense of this, like the presence of this energy in the life that you're currently living, but, but not on the topic where there is the most resistance or there's the most challenge because, and this is the same, like this technique also works with money. Like if you're trying to connect with abundance, but you don't have a lot of money, don't look in your bank account to try and feel abundance. Like don't do that. You know, find abundance in the grains of sand or the hairs on your head or the leaves on the trees. Like look for the energy, the presence of this energy in other parts of your life. And I find that this play with this energy and this softening of the topic really helps you become the right condition to rendezvous with your ultimate victory. Mm. Yeah, it's because remember, everybody, this is you've heard this before, but it's so good to remember that what we're all really after 
is the feeling of love. We're always after um, the feeling. And we think the person, the job, the career is going to give us the thing. But actually, it's we have to give it to ourselves first. uh, My favorite four words is feeling first, manifestation second. You've got to start feeling better about yourself. Forgiving yourself. That's another big topic of releasing all that resistance and baggage is forgive yourself for the past. Forgive yourself that you didn't know better. Forgive yourself that maybe you rushed into a relationship too soon. Forgive yourself for um, the mistakes you've made. But now look at this new place that you stand in, the new clarity that you have about who you are and what you want. And from this now place, this now is where your power is. And from this new place, You can now say, okay, I've asked. I know it's out there. The universe has already answered me. Mm -hmm. It's just not here yet because I'm not the condition, the energy of my desire. And um, that's the work is forgiving yourself of your past. Right. And, And also checking in with like when it comes to the topics in your life where there is great challenge, like... Like, let's say love is, got, there's a wound there with love. Like, if you just check in with, like, what is your actual conversation about love? Are you talking about the, the presence and the possibility of it? Or are you talking about the facts and the lack of it and the problem in it? You know, we we have this accidental, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit before, like spiritual malpractice, like where you're accidentally using your laws of the universe, the power of your consciousness to actually recreate and regurgitate the very thing that is not working for you. And that's because when it comes down to like manifestation, you don't get what you want. You get what you're being and you get what you're most interested in. So if you're accidentally more interested in the lack of this energy or the absence of this event or this circumstance, then you're accidentally like recreating that. And this is where it's so tricky because I know it's a fact, right? Fact. I don't have the money in the back or fact, fact, I don't have this connection, this nourishing relationship in my life. It's a fact, it's a fact, it's a fact. But the facts are here as transient parts of reality. What we want to connect with is the truth. And the truth with the capital T is that you are made in the image and likeness of the divine design and that you you are the creator of your reality, no exceptions. And so then as you pull yourself back into the truth, you can use your attention, you can use your energy to start to lean towards your preference instead of the problem. But you can't be in a conversation about how it is and think that you're going to now create something new. If you don't like how it is, you've got to pull your attention away from it than the way it is. And this is where, you know, the creative side of this practice, which Andy and I love so much, is really where you're going you're gonna to get um, stronger and stronger. And this is where you'll get your victory. You will get your victory and you will soar when you let go of the ache, as Kat is saying. Uh, I know for me, I can kind of share uh, something about relationships and um, one of the things I often will get stuck on And it feels so real. It's like the truth. It's a fact. And I feel I don't have the time. Right now, I'm not in a relationship. And then sometimes I feel like, oh, what's one of my my mental blocks is, well, I'm busy. I don't have the time. Relationships take a lot of time. And 
commitment and what if she's really needy or what if, um, you know, we have these amazing connections and conversations and I lose all track of time and then I'm not doing the other things I want to do. So time balance. And so maybe you can relate to, maybe you know what the thing is. Maybe it's fear of vulnerability. Maybe it's a time thing. Maybe it's a money thing. So what I've been doing working on myself when it comes to time is I've been, I've journal things and I write the story of how it's now I'm fitting it into my life. It's we, we have this dance. I'm, I'm able to manage my life, the relationship, the things I'm doing for work. I have the time, the time is on my side and I'm reinforcing this story. I'm opening myself up to have more time. And so it has to be conscious and deliberate. And I have to start feeling most importantly, I can say all the things, but if I don't feel like I've got the time, the relationship can't manifest. And so for you exactly. in the chat box, what is it that you feel um, is in your way? Cause sometimes you can just go, yeah, you know, cause we can delude ourselves thinking, I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. I'm blocked. Or you, you know what it is. Like if you're honest with yourself, what is the thing holding you back from loving yourself or from being in that loving relationship? And when you yeah, ask, what is holding you back? You know, this is, and this is a very, um, it's a very intimate, very in the trenches conversation to be having with yourself, right? Like it's not an easy one. This is not an easy one to actually take a, a temperature check of the present moment and, and to really look at like, what is actually holding me back and you know Tao in the chat here is really just natal it's nailed it as a very general answer she's like the answer is me and you know although that is um that sounds like really sort of intense so I think it's beautiful to know that the power actually does lie in you in the present moment and that and that the the task at hand is for you to unblock yourself you know but what I want to really lay down here about this topic of love is to just remind everybody that, you know, it's not really the Disney vibe that we sort of <laughs> think that it's going to be, you know, like relationship actually is one of the greatest triggers to be in a truly intimate, nourishing relationship is to really open yourself up to be called out on your shit, you know, to be, um, you know, actually in the trenches of life and relating is not an easy task. And so, Although we, we sort of live for the peak moments, the romance, the bit where there's, you know, a flower in the morning. Oh, my God, I'm grateful <laughs> and I'm in love. Although we live for those moments, the truth is, is that there is a, like a, there is a more raw, human, gritty, ugly, messy side to love. And I think that, that if, you're, if you're really willing to, inv- like, to, to, um, have love in your life. I think you've got to be willing for it to actually annihilate you in a way that, in a way that you don't even know yourself really until you're in that relationship, and then you you have to face these parts of yourself. And so, you know, in in context of what Andy was saying about like, oh, the time investment, and you know, it's very career focused and and really in service to a lot of people. We have to be poised and ready for for love to just like annihilate life as you think you know it basically it's really high risk it's really high risk but the rewards obviously are super deep well i love that and i it's it's and here i want to say it's our thinking of 
we think it's going to be high risk. We think we could lose. And we, there's this thing in psychology now, like on the cutting edge of psychology, I don't know the exact name of it, like about the fear of loss. Like we humans have this thing looking at something, this aversion to loss. Like if we lose love, we're, we're devastated. And then we go through relationship and like we get over it. Uh, we lose a job. We lose something like this aversion to loss really keeps us. But then when we go through the loss and get on the other side, it's like, what was I worried about? Okay. Uh, okay. Let's keep moving on. Um, so it's not as like heavy as we think it's going to be, but it is going to rock the boat. You know, I've had those relationships come along and it does stir you up and it does make you look at like, okay, so I have a time thing going on, right? Can anybody else relate to, I don't have the time. Um, it's such BS. I love just even saying like, what BS is that? Like, Oh no, I'd rather do this other stuff than be with someone I love and play and create and create magic. And it's like, Oh, I don't have time. Well, it's like, well, I need to be better at managing my time. I need to open myself up to that relationship. So I got to like, Andy, get your shit done and and open yourself up. The love is waiting for you. Um, And maybe just maybe the actual, like when you, when you're swept up by love and you're all in the nowness of the moment with someone, the energy and the nourishment of like wasting time with them is actually just brings a, a fire to your creativity. It makes you far more efficient. Right. You know, like there is a, there is an upgrade that can happen from love you know, and it might look like, oh, I'm I'm really like messing with the structures of the things that I can control or the things that I want to be certain about. But this is this is the great mystery of love. It's like when you fall in love, you really like you sort of just like throw it all to the wind for at least the first bit, you know? Like you it's do. like, oh well, yeah. It's like and that's and it's a beautiful thing. And that part of it ends, of course, and then you get into the the real layered pieces of the shadow work and all of that stuff. But I feel like as far as the love piece goes, it is one of the ultimate experiences for us as humans. I think that we we are community, tribal creatures. Everybody wants to be love. And although... The, the real task at hand is you have to fall in love with you where you are right now and then allow yourself to be annihilated by love and rise up and then receive its gifts. <laughs> yeah. Be annihilated, right? Doesn't that feel great? I am ready to yeah. be annihilated. Bring it. <laughs> well, it's the truth. You know, I think there's some um, Kahal Gibran. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but you know, in, in the, that beautiful book of his yeah. prophet, there's, a, there's some really amazing whole section on love and how love, if you are worthy, you know, you will be the corn, you'll be shredded down, you'll be grinded to a pulp. And then if you're truly, truly worthy, you'll be assigned to the fires, you know. And then this is what I mean by the annihilation. It's like, like you know, you, you, we want to just park on the best of it. But the truth is it does annihilate parts of you in the best way, in the most challenging way. And then, you know, we, we do get to be a delicious loaf of bread at the end of it. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so another thing that I know can hold people back from, from love, self-love, being in that relationship is, you know, all the, the fear of the past. What went wrong, the wrong people you attracted, the bad things that happened to you. And rather than try to work all that out and figure out where it went wrong, what went wrong, just come to this moment right now and 
say that was then, that was then, this is now. I've learned from it. I've grown from it. I'm ready to discover more of me. I'm ready to give more of my love. I'm ready. You know, that, that could be a phrase. I am, well, it could be, I'm getting ready. I'm feeling into it. I know it's on the way. I'm looking forward to watching this unfold. Like right now, one of my clients, uh, the main reason she hired me was because she's ready for a relationship. And so we were looking at the beliefs and the thoughts that kind of block her you know, one of them was, well, what are my kids? What if my kids don't like this new guy? That was one of the beliefs. The other one was, well, you know, there's not a man out there who's going to want to put a ring on my finger. Uh, you know, he might, you know, I had my, my ex-husband didn't believe in a ring on the finger, you know, and it was great that this stuff was coming up and we could look at it. And then she reminded me of an Abraham Hicks quote, and it was nothing is too good to be true. And if you can start believing it and become it, and just even now talking about it, be just like validate yourself like in this moment. That's right. I am feeling into this new love. That's right. I'm on the path to this new love. One of the phrases I love and I teach with my clients and inside the Manifestors Cafe is I'm on the path to. It's a general way to kind of ease your energy into a new frequency so you can receive it. You say, I'm on the path to this loving relationship. I'm on the path to getting ready. I'm on the path to opening myself up to the divine unfolding. I'm on the path to feeling the love that is here for me now. I'm on the path to an amazing relationship. I'm on the path to romance and adventure. I'm on the path to uh, having my heart ripped open and my whole life turning upside down. And that's what I want. I want the adventure. I want the unknown. I want to, to step into something new and exciting and fun and, and be able to look at my life in a whole new way through the eyes of another person to have them reflect back to me, my bullshit, have them reflect back to me how amazing I am. I'm on the path to magic and love and romance can you feel that? That's the feeling yes. that you want to get into and right. and hold that new energy. You know, I, I want to um, unpack that a little bit as to why, um, as far as spiritual technology goes, why what Andy is sharing there is really um, powerful. Because, you know, when you hear Andy's language and, you know, I'm on the path to greater days, I'm on the path to becoming the right condition for love, I'm, I'm on my way, like, it, it can all sound so simple. Right, but the reason why this is a very powerful, energetic um, sort of technique is that instead of parking in the eternal damnation of "Oh my God, I am lonely, I am unlovable, I like this is just a shitstorm. I've got too much baggage. I'm, I'm stuck in the past, or wh whatever it is that is the story that keeps you stagnated and keeps you paused in the non-nowness of the moment." When you um, connect with the transition story when you connect with a this too shall pass sort of energy or i am on my way i'm beginning i'm becoming i am on the path to what this does is you're actually parking your energy in the transitory nature of life instead of the eternal damnation of a moment and this is a really really important technique it's an anchor for your well-being when you're having challenging moments. And this is true for whether it's about love, whether it's about money, whether it's about health in the body temple, like to actually be able to 
train your consciousness to talk into the transitional story is a really, really, really powerful way to get yourself out of a shitty energy where there is no value and it just keeps you stuck. So this is, it's really important that although um, some of the things that we share here in Wake the F Up sounds so simple, that's why it's so sneaky. It's because they're, it's literally, the principles are so simple, but they're not always easy to implement. But when you understand the spiritual technology underneath it, then it makes sense why you should just dive in and learn some of these tools. Yeah. And the thoughts, it's really, though, it's thinking the right thoughts because those are thoughts, one after another, that create energy, right? Thoughts become things. Um, thoughts, literally every new thought you think literally changes the wiring of your brain. It changes yes. the chemical constitution in your brain. It changes your signature frequency. And the more you can think those thoughts that are soothing, that are easy, are better. And one of the mistakes I can tell you so many people have made is trying too hard to think like, I am now a divine being of light and love and my manifest and I'm going to manifest my lover today. It's like, that's right. too much. Yeah. Um, you don't believe it or, or trying too hard to be like, I am now the perfect condition for light and love. And I now summon my lover. It's like, that sounds great, but you know, if you're not really believe, yeah, yeah, it's like, do you really believe you're going to summon your lover right now today? And when you're demanding it from the universe, <laughs> It's like, yeah. no, I'm on the way. It's happening. I'm in the perfect place at the perfect time. I'll know it when I see it. I'll feel the energy. I'm being guided every step of the way. Just even that thought, I'm being guided every step of the way. I don't have... And look, for if anybody here feels like even that's too big a jump, it's like, yeah, but Andy, I don't feel like I'm on the path. I don't feel like I'm on my way. Like, if that is literally how you feel, that's Okay. Try uh, actually putting a little piece on the front of that, which is what if I felt like I was on my way? What if I, I could be the right condition to step forwards into a relationship? What if I could start to feel more relief on this topic? And through actually activating the Imaginarium as a first step, this can help soften the vibe a little bit so that then the next step you can do is to actually start sharing with yourself, I am on the path too. There are so many techniques to help you like soften the energy of how you actually feel about it. And as we've shared over and over and over, Andy and I know this so well about our industry, there's a whole lot of fluffy thinking out there where, oh, just think positive thoughts. But you know what? The thoughts are just symbols for the energy that is really where your, your point of attraction is. So if you don't feel like you can say the words in a way where if you say it over and over, you can start to soften your vibration and just join the vibe, then you need a different technique that can bridge you to that space. And this takes practice. This is a muscle. This is certainly not a passive practice. 70,000 thoughts a day, you're thinking all day long, what is your average thought? What is your default setting? And when you really unpack that, you'll, you'll start to see why your life has manifested so far the way that it is. Yeah, 70,000 thoughts a day. And here's a thought that can really bring relief because a lot of people still feel like their past is so heavy and there's so much that happened or so many things that went wrong or bad decisions or, or just they feel like you can't shake the past. And this is a quote uh, from Abraham Hicks that really helped me uh, shake loose of, of the illusion of the past because the past 
is still open-ended. It, it happened and we have a memory of it, but we can change our perspective and we can change what happened in the past. You know, that's a little woo-woo quantum physics, Dr. Joe Dispenza. But here's the quote. Where you are in any given time is a, right now in this moment, this is where you are. And it's a choice to feel good or feel bad. That's all it ever is. Can you feel the relief in that? So right now you can choose to feel good. You can choose to look to your past and say, man, I love learning from that. I love the clarity that relationship gave me. I love that I now know I, Andy Dooley, have a thing about time when it comes to relationships. And now it's like, okay, I need to start feeling there is enough time. I can find the time for a loving relationship. That's not hard. I can be a little more productive or focused. This new relationship is going to give me new energy. It's going to give me inspiration to get things done quicker so we can spend more time together. Yeah, it's all perfectly unfolding for me. It's on the way. I'm feeling into it. This is a moment in time where I have the choice to feel good or feel bad. Right now, I'm going to choose to feel good. And you right now, no matter what's happened in the past, you too, tell me, True or false, you right now, you could choose to feel good. You don't have to feel great. You don't have to feel blissful in love, but you can feel good. You can feel optimistic. Optimism is a superpower. Just a little bit of optimism, a little bit of like, yeah, satisfied. I'm, I'm feeling optimistic, satisfied. I'm, I'm where I am. It's enough. I'm on the way. It's coming together. I'm feeling my way forward. The love is there. The self-love is there. I'm beginning to love myself. I'm beginning to feel better about myself. I'm beginning to know I've got a lot to offer somebody. Yeah. Can you feel that energy and those thoughts? That's going to make you the condition, the energy to receive what you've been asking for. Absolutely. It is. Namaste, Andy Dooley. And also, you know, How relieving is it to consider that the only task at hand is the present moment, react or respond, react or respond. Like the only task is in the present moment. Quite often in the game of nowism and in my one-on-one coaching, I'm sure Andy has the same experience. People come in with this whole like this really big, heavy, idea that they've got to change all of their belief patterns. They look at their entire past and all the baggage that they picked up and the, the, the entire task is so overwhelming that of course they want to just sit down and like watch a little bit of Netflix. You know, like it's, it is a very intimidating situation when you think about the entire task. But when you pull it back in, and this is absolutely the best part about the game of nowism, the game of nowism is literally a series of assignments to save the present moment, just the present moment, from unnecessary negativity. And when you actually realize that the only task is here in the present moment, Oh, now you can just focus here instead of focusing on the entire transformational experience that you have to go through to become the right condition to rendezvous with the lover, you know, to get rid of all of the limiting belief patterns, to get rid of all of the negative focus and thoughts and feelings. Like, wow, it's a, it's a really big task when you look at all of it. But, but you become a candidate for a quantum leap, actually, when you just deal with the present moment. And it takes real, really like a lot of muscle and a lot of courage to let that, that be the only task at hand. Save the present moment from unnecessary negativity and then watch how your life changes. Yeah, the present moment. This is it. This is all there is right now. 
And really, mastering the moment is so, you know, we humans, we want to go into the past. We want to go into the future. We want to justify, well, this happened and that happened. If those things would have happened to you, you know, you, and it's just like, yeah, those things have happened and you signed up for those amazing things and they've set you up for the most amazing love, relationship, happiness, all the things. Uh, here's another tool I use inside the Manifestors Cafe and with my clients. I want to share it with you guys. Um, it's pulling back and remembering you're on, you're the hero of your story and you're living a story right now. You're writing, producing, and directing. You are the character in your story. And that kind of helps you get outside of it. Go, right, I'm, I'm an actor in my own movie. And you say, this is the part of the story where I start loving myself. This is the part of the story where I open myself up to love. This is the part of the story where I say, universe, you know who I want and what I want. Guide me to them. This is the part of the story where I surrender. This is the part of the story where I let go of trying to make it happen and I allow it to happen. This is the part of the story where I start loving myself, appreciating myself now. This is the part of the story where I really become in love with everything that's in my life right now. It's powerful. So good. It's so good, Andy. And again, the reason why this technique is so powerful and why Andy's really touching on this as a spiritual technology is that when you pull yourself out of the story where you're the lead character and you're banging around, your back's against the wall and you don't know what to do, you can actually become the narrator of the story, pulling yourself out of the sting of all of the specifics and go a little bit more general and actually have this bird's eye view of like, oh, well, this is the part of the story where I actually rise up. This is the part of the story where I actually opt into facing the hard thing in me and I have a victory. Like this is actually the part of the story where I move through this really intense phase and I actually do that thing that I was putting off for so long. Like this is that part of the story. And I feel like it's, again, it's such a sneaky powerful technique it's shrouded in a lot of humor and playfulness through the great andy dooley but again the spiritual technology is pulling you out out of your specifics and going into a more general zone so in your energy field you're actually softening the blow you're softening the the sting of the not enoughness and the confusion and the fear and the doubt and the worry you're you're actually softening the energy into a possibility and when you as soon as you drag yourself from the lower sort of frequencies to just the possibility, suddenly the universe can like start to work with something very different in you. So again, like don't be fooled by the simplicity of what we share here. There's actually like really rich metaphysics under the hood, but our buzz here in Wake the F Up is making it super simple and playful and catchy so that you just do the work. That's right. Just do the work. Have fun with this because we really do try too hard and we read too much and we think we've got to figure out, um, we have to figure out and understand everything that went wrong and why it went wrong and what is our every limiting belief and what was our mom doing and what was our dad doing. And that's that's all valid stuff. You can go on all those journeys and down those rabbit holes and you can just come to the present moment 
and go general and speak thoughts that soothe you. I'm on the path to this is the part of the story where beginning becoming allowing, just lightening up, having more fun and knowing that the universe is, is got you every single step of the way. And also coming back to just that self-love, self-love. That's one of the things that we're all working on is just learning. And again, the word love, I talked about it earlier. Love is such a loaded word, really is a four-letter word. And coming back to self-appreciation, appreciating the things in your life, appreciating the journey that you've been on, appreciating who you're becoming, appreciating the people that you're attracting into your life now, appreciate, 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 and it's it raises your vibe and then all of a sudden you're on a hot date <laughs> you're on a hot date you know remember this or everything that we share here is really about raising your vibration and this is why i created a game of nowism because the the truth of the matter is is that you just have to drag your conscious or unconscious us uh, to a higher vibration and finding like excuses to feel good, finding playful ways to just get your vibration into a softening, into a feeling of relief, into a leaning towards potential is the name of the game. And as we said, with 70,000 thoughts a day, give or take 10,000 or whatever, you know, there's there's a lot of energy, there's a lot of thinking, there's a lot of intelligence taking place here and that all of these are are sort of... um, coagulating to your average vibration and your average vibration is your point of attraction. So find excuses to feel good, find, find ways, playful, creative ways to raise your vibration and to be in a romance of life, to be in a, in a beautiful appreciation of the self, like find ways to clock up the airtime in your own mind with the high vibes so that that way then you know, you're having a good time transforming, actually. You know, like so often the, the the transformative practice can be so brutal. We talked about the annihilation of love, like these big moments. It's true. It's annihilating. But, but really, it's all the in-between moments that are creating your point of attraction. So finding playful ways to raise your vibe is really, really wise wise and you can do it you know that's another part of the thing is just saying i can do this i can i can let go of the struggle i can tell a better story i can go general i can have fun with this i don't have to figure it all out and make it hard and go through these the you know the there's so many people who tell you you need to do this you need to do child healing work you need to clear your chakras i mean these are all valid things and people can believe them and do them And you can also believe it can be fun. It can be easy. I can do this. I can start to love. I can start to appreciate. I can go general. I can learn. I can learn to see my reflection in the mirror and just smile and say, hey, you're looking good. Hey, it's working out for you. You're doing great. You'll figure this out. You're going to love and heal and transform and everything that you've been asking for it's going to find its way to you you can you can think like you can tell yourself i can do this this is fun this is going to be exciting i can tune in every week on the wake the f up and they're going to put me in the vibe i can do the nowism thing with cat i can do the manifestors cafe with andy and there's other books and videos i can find i can i can make this fun i can take the path that that's exciting and easy. It doesn't have to be, you know, like someone in the chat box said, 
you know, pushing a rock up a hill. Um, yeah. You don't have to push a rock up a hill and you don't have to do deep psychotherapy to find out, you know, what your mom's problem was and what your dad's problem was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's such a looping situation that has no way out. And, you know, one of the great un- underestimated energies in the world of transformation is actually the energy of play. To Like I can tell you now, all of my best plot twists, like where my dreams really started to come true, all snuck in through the back door when I was just busy playing. You know, and this is, again, this is why I created Game of Nowism because so many of the curriculums and the practices out there are shrouded in this heavy sort of psychology piece, you know, like, you know, why are you so messed up? Like, and all these cathartic practices and all of these, like, you know, the inner child work and the shadow work. And look, they're all relevant and there's a time and place for all of it. But, and the energy of play is actually so nourishing and and it fertilizes the soil for your manifestation. The energy needs to have flow. The energy needs to have a receptive, you know, um, sort of momentum. And when we are in laughter, when we are actually being easy about it, when we are just literally appreciating life as it is right now, this is when all of your greater dreams are actually in the universe. The cogs of the universe are starting to turn and to twist and to, and to get a little closer because you're out of the way. So often we're so serious about our big visions, our big dreams, especially when it comes to rendezvousing and great love. You know? And so I want to really encourage people, especially the adults in the room, the adults who are adulting really hard, you know, I know that you think you need to be really serious about it and face reality. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. You should just play more and actually create reality and be in the childlike wondrous nature of of who you really are. That's the stuff that you've forgotten. That's the stuff that's been neglected. Becoming the little superhero again, activating your dormant superhero powers, that is the name of the game. And I can promise you now, in the game of nowism, people are often shocked that, oh my goodness, I dropped all my seriosity for a minute and I started playing again. And then you wouldn't believe it. Suddenly there was more money in the bank. Suddenly I rendezvoused with the lover. Like, like the, the, the story starts to change when you just actually start to play. And play actually alludes to the idea of trust because you don't play unless you trust Number one, you got time for that. Second of all, that you're allowed, you know, like like the the trust piece that the universe is working for me, not against me, is the secret source to manifestation. Amen. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, trusting, so allowing, flowing—it's such a beautiful thing. And just to be reminded of it, I'm reminded of it. I'm inspired by Cat. I hope you guys uh, are feeling the fun and the love. I know. Uh, Tao said fun, 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 new word of the day. Um, Amy, put your cape on and go have fun. Right? It's so there for us. And, you know, this is why we have these conversations, to remind us to drop in. Um, One of the things that's at my website that's a really powerful tool, it's free, is uh, There's I have a, a free book, and it's the five steps of deliberate creating. And one of the steps ties into love. And, and Abraham Hicks has five steps. 
Step number four is living unconditionally, meaning I don't need the conditions to be different in order to feel good. So I don't need a lover. I don't need the bank account. Mm -hmm. I don't need these things in order to feel good. And when you really master step three and four, step three is mastering the law of allowing, getting into the receiving mode, feeling good. And then step four is mastering step three. And it's to add a little extra oomph to step four it is living unconditionally and unconditionally learning to, to love and accept yourself unconditionally, not thinking I need people to be different so I can feel better. I need somebody to compliment or love me so I can feel better. You're bringing it. You're bringing your magic to the day. You're bringing your love and appreciation to every day, to every moment. And then you're vibe. You're attracting, you're summoning effortlessly it's coming to you you're guided you're on the path it's it's really magical and i teach in that book the transition story and the that's right sentences i think that this is such a it's a great piece the whole conditional piece step number four there andy like you know this this whole idea that um i need the i need i need this lover of mine to behave in a certain way so that i can love you know i need the world to be truly lovable in order for me to love like how easy is it to be the lover when the puppy dog is rolling around the floor being all cute and shit, you know? Like, I mean, this is this is a natural reaction of love and play when the world is being lovable. But to really master the art of love is to be the unbotherable lover and to just be um, perfecting your ability to love. I think that one of the great assignments in love is to actually – Find ways to love the unlovable, to find a, a joy actually in the contrast and to, and to allow through deep acceptance, just let it be there. You know, just let it be there because this, this sort of idea of waiting for the whole world to be lovable so that I can love, I'm sorry, friends, but you're actually not going to be very in love in this life. If you're waiting for the whole world to be more lovable, then dun-dun, game over, mate. <laughs> came over yeah so we got to find the love right now right here and start with appreciation as we start to wrap it up here uh on this amazing uh second episode of this podcast learning to love yourself even if you are your own worst enemy use those transition stories use those tools to to accept yourself accept yourself forgive yourself be nice to yourself. Give yourself a break. You're doing great. You gave yourself amnesia to, to be in time, space, reality. And yes, you wanted the challenges. You wanted to get lost so you could find your way. You could remember who you are and you could bring that light and love to others. And it's a journey. And so where you're at is the perfect place to, to remind yourself you are ready. You're on the path. It's working out for you. All the pieces are coming together. Be easy, have fun, play the game of nowism, and just love the unfolding. Yes, and love, love out loud. Don't wait for the world to be lovable. Just love anyway. It feels good to be the lover. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We're super stoked to have some of you here in the 
um, the live audience. And if you're watching the replay, remember to go and see um, Andy Dooley at andydooley.com. Check out the Manifestors Cafe. If you're interested in a little bit of Cat Doors Nowism piece, then go to catdoors.com. There is the game of Nowism. If you reach out to me, we can talk about one-on-one coaching, only if you're serious. <laughs> only if you're serious. Um, seriously playful. Um, thanks for turning up, everyone. Remember, you are the love. I'm trying to grab my flower. Thanks for um, just being Cheers. the love during this time. <laughs> yeah, so that's the show. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, share it with a friend. We love you. Let's keep creating the good vibes, mastering our state of being, and making the best of everything. If you want to know more about the great Andy Dooley and the Manifestors Cafe, you can check the links below. If you would like to know more about the game of Nowism and building that toolbox for your consciousness, then check us out. We'll see you there. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, baby.